Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. Hello, my beautiful soul sisters. Stephanie here from spiritualbossbabe.com. Today, I have the amazing Lindsay Adamson here with us, and I'm so excited for today's episode. Lindsay is an international speaker, writer, badass businesswoman, and success coach who is super dedicated to helping other women live their very best life. She's the CEO and founder of The Hungry Lioness, which is a purpose and passion-driven organization impacting thousands of women's lives across the globe. Lindsay is so amazing. I love her energy. It's so powerful and passionate and fierce. And that is what has attracted me to her and everything that she's doing. So in this episode, we're going to dive into all things manifestation, sisterhood, growing your own business, living out your purpose, and so much more. So without further ado, let's just welcome Lindsay on to the show. Okay, guys, let's welcome Lindsay onto the show. I'm so excited to have her here. She is like just on fire with motivation and inspiration for women with a purpose who really want to create an awesome life. And I'm so excited to have you here, Lindsay. Thank you so much for being with us. I am so excited. Hi, everyone. When Stephanie asked me to do this, I was just so thrilled and I've been excited about it all week. So I can't wait. (laughs) So I I, I would love to like dive in and hear about like your backstory a little bit. I'm not sure if I really know much about like what really got you into this coaching and like fierce energy that you've been sharing with the world like what what is behind this because it's powerful yeah um honestly I really feel like I was born feeling like I wasn't really totally ever fitting in or like other people I really have always had a lot of passion and a lot of really big dreams and sometimes I didn't always understand them but um, I really started getting into coaching and speaking and motivation about I want to say like 15 years ago. Um, no, not 15 years ago. Let's say about 12 years ago <laughs> um, when I started to attend seminars and read personal development books and really learning that we can go a lot further than just what we learned in school. And I started working for a door-to-door sales company back when I was in university, when I was 19. And my boss kind of ended up becoming like a second father to me. He was so into reading and personal development. And he really so much ended up being like this big mentor for me. And 
within about a month of working for the company, he had me coaching and speaking in our morning sales meetings because I got really good really fast, which was really surprising because I really sucked at first. (laughs) But um, my whole life, I've just been this really determined person. And so things don't come easily to me, but I have the determination to learn how to get good at them. Mm. Same thing with studying in school and at the jobs that I've had. It's just always like, try really hard to figure it out and then I'm really good at it. And so that was kind of the case with that. And I ended up working for that company for eight years and I became their national sales director. And basically my job was to coach on mindset and to speak and train individuals and groups and even the executives of the company And I started to get really, really passionate about just helping people to change their lives. But I didn't really like having to do it playing by someone else's rules because there always seemed to be a cap or a limit with how far I could go and how high I could go. And I've always been the kind of thinker that thought like there is no limits. We can do whatever we want, whatever we can achieve and and dream we can have, right? And so... I went through kind of a self-discovery period when I quit that job. I ended up traveling and living in Costa Rica for two years. And that was where I got really deep into spirituality. Mm. I joined a women's circle and I taught yoga and I uh, opened a retreat center. And that was the first time in my life when I really deeply connected to my feminine essence and my spirituality and my emotions Because up until that point, I had always had male coaches and mentors who had really taught me the male energy and the competitiveness and the work 18 hours a day, every day, never Mm. stop kind of mentality. And so it was this beautiful new thing to learn. And it was around that time in my life where I started to get involved in women's circles And I was a part of this incredible women's circle in Costa Rica where I lived. And we would get together at all the full moons and all the Mm. new moons. And we would have ceremonies. And those ceremonies were a godsend for me. They helped me do so much healing. And I felt so connected to all the other women. And this light bulb started going off in my head because my whole life I had been around women who gossiped about each other and spread drama and talked badly about each other and were cliquey. And it was my mom who really started to get me into women's circles and teach me that women supporting each other was so powerful. And so after being to a couple with her and then joining this women's circle in Costa Rica, it felt so good. And I started to think there had to be a way to teach women from an earlier age, earlier than I was at the time, the value of really supporting each other and helping each other shine and not having to compete against each other. And for me, that was this really profound moment because at my job for those eight years, it was all about competition. Mm. We literally every day would compete for bonuses at the end of the night and our boss would teach us to be these ruthless competitors. And it was this beautiful just releasing of all of that, not having to do that anymore and just realizing that there's enough for everyone and that if we support each other, we're all going to hit our goals quicker. And so I moved back from Costa Rica a couple years later, and I had this moment where I felt really lost for a while, and I actually forgot about my dreams of being a coach and a speaker, and I just couldn't see the way ahead at all. 
I felt so uninspired and so lost. And that was the reason for moving back to Toronto. And I spent the first month just really moping around and just not knowing what the hell I wanted to do with my life. Mm. But then I just had this moment where I was just scrolling through Facebook and I saw this ad that said, we need more female speakers. Oh, wow. And in that moment, it, it was not any complex copywriting or anything. It literally just said, we need more female speakers. And it had reminded me of four years before that, before I even quit my job, when I had gone away on a trip and I had taken the time to plan out this entire business that I was going to open one day. And it all just came flooding back to me. And I realized that, you know, this is what I'm good at. This is what I love. I'm so good at helping people to change their lives. Why wouldn't I do this? And so I went to a seminar and I knew they were going to try to sell us something, but I was determined just to go there and to get that spark lit again inside of me. And I, and I kind of had a wall up. I was like, I'm not buying anything. <laughs> but of course, I ended up signing up for a $25,000 package that day. Wow. Um, but it was like what I needed to just light that spark where I would just be ignited so bright that there was no turning back. And that's exactly what I did. And I'll be truthful, the coaching that I received for that $25,000 was probably worth about $25. Oh, wow. But it opened the door to so many new people and so mm. many new opportunities. And that was what really was the home run. And... Um, I spent a year listening to everything that I was told, which was very much so reminding me of being back with my old boss. I almost just came back and created this pattern again for myself where I was being mentored by a man who was kind of like an alpha dog, like um, very, very sure of himself and confident and competitive and just very much so again, teaching me how to create success from the male energy. Mm. And um, so I, a year into it, I ended up with clients and money and speaking gigs and TV interviews and all the stuff that I thought I wanted, but it just was so not me and it had gotten so far away from who I am that I woke up and realized that like I was just miserable with it. I was working with clients that really didn't resonate with me or align with me, but were paying me couple thousand dollars a month each. And so I was like, okay, well, this is good. I have clients, but it just didn't make me feel good. And I would always kind of dread getting on the phone calls with them. Oh, wow. And, and I, I helped them a lot, but it just didn't feel good. And I was like, why doesn't it feel good? They're achieving all these things. It should feel better than this, shouldn't it? And so finally, I hired a female mentor for the first time in my whole life. And for the first time, she looked at me for who I really was. And she didn't try to put me in a box or teach me some set way of doing things. She really just helped me become the best version of myself that I could be. Mm. And in the year that I worked with her, I grew so much as a person. And it really taught me a lot about the way that I wanted to show up as a coach. And it's only been about one year that I woke up one morning and this idea just came to me and it was more of an image or a vision in my mind for this lioness. And it had flowers, a flower crown on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the words, the hungry lioness came to me. And it came to me at the worst time ever because I had spent four months recording content. And I was right in the middle of a launch for a program under my old brand. 
the oh, wow. old brand that I hated. And so I said to myself, uh, do I scrap four months of everyday work for this? Is this idea worth it? Is this going to make me happy? Is this going to make me feel more fulfilled? And so I went through this two or three week period where I tried to do both at the same time. I tried to build one and finish yeah, the other I've been there too. <laughs> and it was a really messy time. And yeah. I totally bombed on that launch. Like totally. I, I put so much energy and, and, and hard work into it. And, and because my heart wasn't there anymore, I just totally bombed. Wow. It was like the biggest money block for like two months because up until that point in my business, the money had just come so easily. But it's when like I started so to hate it, yeah, yeah, and then I just said, you know what? It's now or never. I'm going to go for this new idea. I've wanted to work with women all along, but I was told, you know, you've coached men for so long. You've coached men and women. Why would you just limit yourself? That's what I was told, right? Mm. But the idea of making girly branding and putting <laughs> things in pink and flowers and gold and it just excited me so much. And just the thought of getting to do that deep emotional work excited me so much. And so I just pulled the plug on everything I had worked for a year and a half to create. And I started brand new. And from that moment forward, I fell in love with my business and I got so insanely passionate about it. And so much so that I legit have a custom shower curtain with my logo on it. Like oh, that's really? how that's I was so cool. about it. Um, and it makes me so happy that women come to me, not just to learn how to make money because that alone is not fulfilling enough to me, but mm. they want to learn to fall in love with themselves and they want to learn to face their fears and get courageous and feel in love with what they're creating and not compare themselves to others, but to embrace their uniqueness and to build businesses that feel super fulfilling to them and that they get to do things in their own way and find success while being themselves and being authentic and not having to wear a mask and just all those things just feel so fulfilling to me. And just ever since, everything just keeps getting better and better. And I'm just, I love it. I just love it. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's amazing. No, thank you so much for sharing all of that. It's so cool to hear more about like your whole entrepreneurial journey because mm -hmm. it's just like, it's so interesting because I can relate to it and in, in my own kind of way, like the ups, the downs, the holy shit, what am I doing? Confusion, <laughs> the success, the quote unquote failure. It's just like, it's one hell of a ride, but it's like the greatest way to grow, like personally, spiritually, like everything. Absolutely. I think it's amazing that you listen to your heart too. Like everything changed when you did that, huh? Yeah. And I've, I'm really now a hundred million percent convinced that the very best things come out of the things that scare us the most and make us the most uncomfortable. Totally. I was just talking to a friend about this the other day, actually, that like the more you challenge yourself out of your comfort zone, like really freaking uncomfortable, the, the just the less fucks you give. <laughs> the less exactly. You caring, and the less you care, the more you're free and the more you're free, the more you'll allow things to happen, clients to come, money to come, self-acceptance, all of that stuff. It's a holistic approach. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of people think that you need to do this like big, huge thing to really get that elevation and improvement in your life. But it's, it's really much more about the tiny things that you do every single day to get you there. Yep. 
like that, like the compound effect, Mm -hmm. the the things that you do day in and day out, get you those big results. And like you shared in the beginning, like the main thing you had all this time was like this burning desire, really a burning desire and determination. And like, you didn't really care about all of the details, the how, the when, maybe you did sometimes, but definitely sometimes (laughs) I did, but you know what? you just get so much evidence if you open your eyes wide enough that the why is all that matters. The how, like we get so attached to certain hows that we don't see the other 10 hows that are just swirling right around us waiting for us to notice, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big part of manifestation too. And mm-hmm. probably teach that, like to the, to know why more than the what and the or more than the how, the what and the why. Yeah, I really try to focus on how do you want to feel. That for me, that's the biggest thing. Just having the ability to get yourself into that feeling, and then get yourself into it again and again and again until it's so normal for you that it just shows up. Mm. How? What is your What is your personal process of like getting into those feelings and like it's like so powerfully where you just see things happen faster or easier? There's a couple things. Um, it took me a long time before I was willing to make it an absolute non-negotiable to have certain rituals that I would do every single day, no matter what. It was like this sporadic thing where sometimes it would be a month straight and then I would go two months without doing it. And it took like a very serious commitment and conversation with myself to finally commit to doing it every day, but it's made the world of difference. And so every single day I journal about where I'm going, about the power that I possess to create whatever I can come up with, whatever I can dream of. I I talk about the feelings that I'm feeling and the gratitude I'm feeling for already being there. And then also, this is totally, totally separate from that, but I find that very much so my manifestation is connected to movement. And I know that that's not the case with everyone. I just got goosebumps. But especially movement that gets me so, my heart pumping so fast that it's impossible to be in your head Mm. because those are the moments where all of a sudden I'll get this like insane dream or vision pop in that is so big and so scary that Mm. if I'm in the zone of being in my head, I would have never been able to think of. And that's happened to me this week and it's literally giving me chills and I'm so excited about it and I can believe that it's all possible, but it's because of that every single day work to train myself that it's all possible. Yeah. And by movement, do you do like a certain thing or you mean like when you're working out, dancing, what is it for you? Usually it happens when I'm on the treadmill. Okay. (laughs) I do a lot of like hit cardio and same sprinting like 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. And it'll be funny because I'll have the notes section out of my out on my phone and during those 30 <sighs> seconds I'm like rapidly typing trying oh to get it all out before the next time comes around but um recently in the last six months I actually started something new that I taught a bunch of my clients in my group program and they fell in love with it and it's this process of hit cardio whether it's dancing or jumping or exercising whatever it is and then periods of journaling. And you literally do like 30 or 60 seconds of each at a time. And it is insane what you're able to manifest and come up with in those tiny little bursts. And so you basically just get your heart beating like crazy for 60 seconds, right for 60 seconds. Heart beating, right. Heart beating, right. And it's like, it's powerful. It's so powerful because you totally get out of your mind and into your heart. Wow. 
That sounds awesome. You know, it's funny that you're talking about this because I just went to Tony Robbins. I don't know if you've ever been to a Tony Robbins event, but yeah, we did a lot of jumping around and (laughs) I was like, you know, I always talk about this in my group. I always like talk about how movement and music get me into the zone and help Mm -hmm. me get ideas and shift my energy and all this stuff. So the way he broke it down was kind of um, like awesome to learn and inspired me to, I'm going to get like a mini trampoline (laughs) (laughs) and start jumping on that shit every morning. It really pumped me up. Like that's really good for your lymphatic system too. Yeah. And, but I'm like big with working out too. I love hit workouts and I go to the gym every day, run, I do the intervals too, but I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, I try um, the for me the easiest way to get it working is like doing like um, high knees or burpees. <laughs> yeah, I love burpees actually because <laughs> like, you can bust them out for thirty or sixty seconds, but you don't want to stand there doing them for twenty minutes because clearly that's just not going to happen, right? Yeah. So it's perfect to do them in those short increments. And then when you're writing, the page will probably get a bit wet because you're like dripping, <laughs> but it's so cool what comes out of you in those moments. I think it's cool too that you're like working out and you're getting shit done. Like you're, you're, you know, really channeling, so to speak. Yeah. You know why other times, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say other times if I'm just at the gym and it just randomly pops up and my workout takes like three times longer because I'm standing on the rails of the treadmill typing (laughs) rapidly. (laughs) That's funny. You know, I think that is also is because you're in the present moment so much more like when you're you're in your body when you're moving Mm -hmm. yeah and definitely obviously when you're moving so fast you get yourself into a peak state and that's when you're able to have those bigger bolder ideas that scare you but you can actually believe you can achieve Mm. and then it's just a matter of pushing through the fear and the doubt that come up yeah like for example so many people try to force themselves to come up with stuff like oh i gotta force myself up to come up with a blog title or a podcast title or a book title and i threw it out into the universe a month ago like i want to come up with a really catchy book title because i've been wanting to write a book for a while and the longer that you sit on it the longer that the the more the motivation goes away to actually sit down and do it and so same thing. I just put that out there, but I didn't force myself. I just left it open. I didn't sit there with a notebook for two hours writing ideas. I just said, I want to come up with a catchy book title. Sure enough, two weeks later, like the best thing I've ever thought of just came to me. And I'm not saying mm. it out loud yet, It's okay. You don't have <laughs> but um, I'm like, I'm so excited about it. But when you don't force it, the things just come. And that's what manifestation is all about, right? It's about tapping into that female energy because the male energy is very much go out and get it and force mm-hmm. it until it happens, which is cool. Like sometimes you need that, but yeah. other times you want to just, you know, be open and accepting and to receive and you will if you allow yourself to be. That's awesome. And that's so true. I am right there with you with the book thing. I've, I have a couple ideas for a couple of mine <laughs> and I actually started both of them yeah. a little while ago, but I got to get back on it. Do you have like a process of like, are you kind of setting yourself a certain amount of time to like work on it? I'm excited by the way, <laughs> to see what it is. I'm currently, um, as of last night, yesterday was just this super powerful morning in my meditation where a lot of this like really came to fruition. Like it, the ideas really developed. 
And so I took action right away and I've been looking for a villa somewhere in Europe to just go rent for a week, just go tune out the whole world and just write it. Because uh, I don't think I'm, I'm an everyday, one chapter a day kind of person. I think I need to just go get on the computer and just let it all out. It's so funny because every time you say something that like speaks to me, I get like a wave of goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I get these like very short one to two second visions. I don't know if that means like it's a message from the universe or what it is, but I get, I get them a lot. I get them about my clients, about exactly what they might need or something I need to suggest to them. I get them about myself and in a moment in my meditation, I just got this like picture of this specific villa. And so I was on Airbnb, like looking for it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I love that stuff. I'm a huge nerd about like looking at that kind of stuff and just imagining and visioning. And Well, yeah. I mean, that's how you kind of attract it too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I can kind of relate to you. I'm, I feel like I would be the type of person that wa- I, I like whenever I start working on a project, I want to get it done like right away. <laughs> yeah. But also because like when you're doing what we're doing and you're helping women build successful businesses and everything, I don't know that it feels super good to sit at your desk in your own house and write the book. Like I want to be in this like really luxurious um, tropical setting where I feel like in, in the height of my power and my passion where the words come out with that energy, you know? I don't want it to be my normal at-home energy, even though that's really positive and everything. Yeah. I want it to be me. Yeah, just that makes a lot of sense. And you really have like such powerful energy. I remember like the first time I saw one of your videos. Like, oh, thank you. Like, oh my gosh, do you feel like you're channeling in your videos like hardcore, like just channeling what comes out? My mom and I, um, like an hour ago, were having this exact conversation because really? um, she's very, very spiritual. And I learned a lot about spirituality from her. And uh, we both definitely are super intuitive. And I was telling her that, you know, this is a normal part of the process, right? Especially when you move from being a perfectionist to being radical radically authentic is telling her that there are times when I still get into the old patterns and I'm like analyzing how many people are watching and that they're not commenting enough and that kind of stuff. But most of the time I just let all that melt away and then I have so much fun and it does, it just really moves right through me, but it's definitely, I'm human. So sometimes that happens and sometimes I'm in my head, right? Yeah. I appreciate your vulnerability with that because I feel like it's, it's common for everyone to get in their head at times and and go there. But I really feel that you do channel a lot with your videos and it just like, you can feel your energy and excitement and power. And it's I would say that probably the exact same thing happens for you, right? Yeah, like, like, but I just kind of like you said, I have like better days where I feel like I'm like on fire and it's like really just coming back to back. And I have my days where I'm like, you know, still having fun with it, but you know, and I, and I like how you said having fun with it because I think that's the whole point of growing a successful business and really creating this awesome life is to have more fun. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I make this more fun? How can I make this more exciting? I've actually been journaling about that the last couple of days. I've been journaling about the fact that making money is fun and easy, mm-hmm. right? I think especially sometimes when we get into launches and stuff, we can just unnecessarily stress ourselves out, right? Because, you know, most people sign up at the last minute and it can get stressful sometimes in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but 
I'm really moving into the zone where just it's just always going to be fun and easy. That that's just how it's going to be from now on. That's what I've decided. I I I don't have time for stress anymore. I don't want to feel that way anymore. And there's no need to. And it helps to like detaching from the outcome and staying present. Yeah, like, and I've really the desire, but like stay present with it. Like I was just talking to someone the other day as well about how I think the key to manifestation is not to act as if, but to be and live as if, mm-hmm. like, to really embody as if. I totally love that. I actually don't like the statement, fake it till you make it. I used to say that all the time. I don't like it either anymore. I'm like, eh, cancel that. <laughs> but I love what you just said. That's really powerful. Yeah. It came to me the other day. I was like, oh my God, you have to <laughs> be it, be it, be it right now, now, now in the present. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've, I've had similar thoughts lately. It's like when you wake up in the morning, you have the decision who you show up as. You can show up as the person you were yesterday, or you can show up as the person that you've been working so hard all these months to become and just step into those shoes now because those are the shoes you were born with. It's really about remembering all the gifts you were born with and just deconditioning yourselves. Yeah. And remembering who you are. And it's so funny that you're talking about this also because I literally, I was just talking in my video the other day um, about how I've been doing all this work on myself for like so many years, had my ups and downs, you know, we all do. But like even in the last few months or so, I feel like I was digging for something like digging. And I'm like, wait a minute, like, fuck this shit. (laughs) I am going to fully own this. You know what I mean? Like when you're like, oh, I feel like something's still kind of holding me back a little bit. You know, it's one thing to, you know, like really know that you need to look at something, but then it's it's another thing if you're digging for something, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to like be aware of the difference. Like am I digging or? Also, sometimes you just get into the zone where you're like, everything's been really perfect for a long time. Let me sabotage it. What can I look at that's still wrong with me that I need to fix, right? (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) And I I went through that like a month ago. I just totally felt myself going through these really painful growing pains. Mm -hmm. And it was like all of a sudden I was just right back to where I was a year ago for just this like tiny little blimp. And the thing is that we have to realize is that the patterns that we have in our subconscious took an entire lifetime to develop. And so sometimes you will slip back into that stuff, but you you're slipping into it for a reason so that you can so powerfully shift that energy that you'll never have to deal with it ever again. And sometimes it takes a couple times to get through it. Sometimes it takes a lot to get through it. But especially as you and I are leaders and, and we're always working to make ourselves the best we can be so that we can be the right person to help others, it's so important that we're willing to do that work, that we're willing to go deep, that we're willing to take a deep look at the really painful stuff that we need to let go of, even if it causes us to be in a dark time sometimes so that we can change it. Yeah, and shift it, totally. So what is your bigger vision? Like, what is your like massive, scary, holy shit vision? So my vision, first of all, help women from a lot younger age start to learn self-love and self-care. I have this vision of hosting these days 
where school age girls would come with their female role model, whether that's their mom or their sister or their teacher. And it would be a day of blending music and self-development, self-love talks from both kids and adults and some of the famous musical acts that they look up to. And it would be a day where they would leave and they would learn that they're beautiful with or without makeup, that women should support other women, that we should come together and help each other, that we can all shine, that being unique is beautiful, that being unique and special is something they should really embrace. And just all these things that I wish that I had been taught in school back then. Mm. I really want to make a global impact, um, both through speaking, coaching, and singing. And so I really see myself as, as a leader who can create a lot of positive change. Because with the internet these days, we have the ability, if we want to use power for good, to impact thousands and millions of people and literally change their lives for the better. And if you can get a platform that big, you can literally cause change that affects the entire world by helping one person at a time to change their life. And that gives me chills. I know. I think about that all the time, all the I time. Know. I think that's so freaking powerful. I would, I love that you're incorporating your singing into that. Do you have like specific plans with the singing stuff? I think that's so awesome. Yeah, I actually just recorded the theme song of The Hungry Lioness. Oh my God. And it's called Lion Hearted. And um, I really want to use my music as a platform to help people as well. And with music and me, it's just been like music has been my best friend my whole life. I've always gone to it when I'm sad or when I'm happy or when I want to think deeper. And there's always a song and some lyrics that connect with what you're going through and make you feel. And I'm obsessed with creating the kind of music that make people feel and that makes them want to listen to it on repeat all day. And so I definitely plan to um, release uh, a a small album within the next year. I've been working on it. Um, I have a couple songs left to record, but I also just kind of in the process of learning the difference between marketing for a business like what we do and marketing music, because there's definitely a difference, but probably a lot of the same things apply. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely see myself incorporating both in the future at events, and I would really so much so love to help young women get their break in music because for me I got really taken advantage of monetarily when I was younger with my mom and uh, there's so many people who end up naive because their dreams are so big and so I'd like to be like a safe space for them where they can have someone who's honest and helps them without trying to take advantage of them that would be awesome that's so cool you should do like you should share it on like YouTube and Facebook and stuff too. I would say like videos of you recording or something, or I'm sure maybe you'll make even music videos. That would be so fun. I'm sh- cause like, I'm sure your audience right now would love to support you too. You know? Yeah. I actually did make a music video and I did post it once. Oh, I, I got a lot it. of, I, I got a lot of support. Um, I mean, it was just like a homemade music video that my best friend helped me record. (laughs) Um, But we we were in Costa Rica and we rented this awesome villa on a mountain and it was the perfect space. So we went for it. Um, But yeah, um, I've been I've been putting myself out there more and more. But we'll see. (laughs) I'm I'm getting courageous. (laughs) Yeah, I was just gonna ask, is that like really stretching your comfort zone? 
What? When I was 16, um, 16 to 19, I used to perform. I was on the radio. I, I met with big record labels. Like I was all in it. Like that was my zone. But some really painful stuff happened. So for about a decade, I lost my passion for it. Mm. And so for years, I was very resistant to getting back into it. But I kind of had a now or never moment with myself about six months ago. And so I've been just continuously expanding and expanding and expanding that comfort zone and getting more courageous and just really going for it. But it is all about learning to balance running a business, taking care of my clients, taking great care of myself and working on my music at the same time. So yeah, that's a lot of stuff. How are you like putting, you know, a certain kind of amount of energy towards one thing at a time? How are you managing everything? Balance is something very much so that I'm still learning and still getting better at. I'll admit that fully because um, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll get into the zone where I get so obsessed with my business that I won't even realize I've been sitting at my computer for 12 hours straight. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but family is super important to me. And so that's why I'm back in Toronto over the summer and I've been spending a lot of time with family and I make sure that I'm just there whenever they need me. Like today, my sister-in-law texted me and said, I have a new puppy and a two-year-old. We please come babysit? And I just said, yeah, sure. I'm there. I'm right there. You know? So it's all about priorities and just making it a priority to find balance. And so once a month or twice a month, I'll just go to the studio for the full day and I'll keep my phone off and I'll make sure it's a day when I don't have any client calls and I'll just fully immerse myself into the process. And um, same thing with artistic days like photo shoots or things like this with podcasts. Like I'm just, I love all of the artistic (laughs) creative stuff. So I'll always make time for it. But I am totally guilty of sometimes returning messages from people at 12 at night and like oh my gosh times when I in common (laughs) times when I should just set boundaries and not reply till the next morning I just care so deeply about these women that I work with that sometimes I get a little out of hand and that's when I try to teach myself okay let's do balance (laughs) yeah it's always like a work in progress with mm-hmm. that. So. and I think that's the coolest thing because and I know you're very much so like this as well a lot of people on the internet try to pretend that they're perfect right but I think that it's so cool that our clients get to see that we're still working on ourselves and we still have a ways to go and we're still growing in the process as we're able to help them mm-hmm. and that we take pride in that we're not ashamed of that because I think a lot of people try to hide that they're being coached because they don't think that people will sign up for them for them to be their coach. And I just think it's the complete opposite of that. I think that I want to know that if I'm being coached by you, that you're still developing, that you're still learning new things, that you're still growing, and that you're still developing as a person. Yeah. I mean, it's like a never-ending journey, you know? Mm-hmm. I think everyone needs a coach or mentor to get them into their next level. It's like there's nothing like having that kind of accountability, support, guidance, like someone to push you and stretch you. Yeah. And to get you to do this scary thing. Yeah. Right. Like even just investing in a coach monetarily, just making that decision that you're worth it is so huge. Even if Like I said earlier, that coach doesn't even really teach you the things that you needed at that moment. Just the fact that you were able to do something that terrifying is enough to get you to grow a ton as a person. And then then it's about 
really like finding those people that so totally align with you and resonate with you. And back then I didn't know about any of that stuff. And so I just looked for someone who was going to help me make money. Right. But, um, now it's really come around full circle and it's so cool to learn those kind of things. Yeah. It's really awesome. So what would you say to people to help them bring out their lioness, their power? I would say that you were born with really special magic inside of you. And I know that sometimes you hide it because you want to be humble and you want to be polite and you want to be kind. And those are all beautiful qualities, but being humble and being polite aren't going to change this this world or someone's life. And so if you bring out your magic, you have the ability to help other people, to change their lives, to inspire them. Even if you're not a coach, just showing up in your full light, in your full power, being around other people, they pick up on that energy and it gives them permission to show up themselves. And you start Start this chain reaction. And so if you can't do it for you, do it for them. Because when you allow that full power and that full magic and that full beauty out, you are unstoppable. There is nothing you can't achieve. And so it's time to let her come out to play. It's time to roar and help to inspire other women to do the same by really shining as brightly as you can. I think that is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Channeling right here. So where can people find you? Where can they connect with you? Where can they learn more about what you have to offer, what you're putting out into the world when your book comes out? You can find me at lindsayadamson.com and um, through Instagram and Facebook at lindsayadamsonofficial. And if you are a super passionate, ambitious woman and you really want to be a part of an inclusive tribe, I would love for you to join us in the Hungry Lioness group. Awesome. Thank you. I'm also going to show those links in the show notes. So guys, if you're listening, make sure you check Lindsay out. She is so amazing. If you can't tell already, (laughs) thank you. Super powerful. So thank you so much, Lindsay, for being with us. It was awesome. And I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I so deeply appreciate you too. And I honestly just am in love with connecting and and shining together with other super powerful women. And that is absolutely who you are. So I feel lucky to be in your presence. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Bye guys. We will see you next time. I will. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you check out the show notes so that you can see where to find Lindsay and more about her amazing work. Also, if you're looking for extra support and accountability to step into your next level, grow your business, make more money, help more people, then make sure you check out spiritualbossbabe.com. I have a ton of resources on my site to help you and also work with people one-on-one one along with my group programs. So if that's something you're into, definitely go check it out. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day. 